welcome to the YBNB show, the show that we run live three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, as many of you know, and uh, there are many of you watch it now. So thank you very much for that. Um, hope it's uh, useful and any questions that you have either during this or after always um, pop them on uh, wherever you're reading it, whether you are on uh, Zoom or uh, YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, just pop it down there and uh, I can come back to you on LinkedIn as well. Um, on Mondays we talk about body, on Wednesdays we talk about mindset, Fridays we talk about business and sometimes I bring a guest on, I've got a couple of good guests lined up for you this week to talk about things to do with mindset and uh, business but today I'm talking about body and I thought I would um, revisit something that uh, I get asked about all the time and that is in order to uh, achieve you know, weight loss and a fit body um, any time um, of the year and you know regardless of your age or um, you know, with what your gender is, um, how to do it, you know, what to eat, when to eat, what do I think of intermittent fasting, all things like that. So I thought I'd cover that today. Um, so there's a few general principles I'll cover first. And then after that, I will get a little bit more specific. And then I thought I'd give you just an example of, you know, a typical day of what I eat. I will show you um, uh, on my fit fitness pal precisely what I'm scheduled to eat today. And uh, we'll see what, um, you know, if what any questions you have after that, then by all means, you can come on. When you come on YBNB, the program, we actually uh, give you a very bespoke diet to follow, um, not insofar as the specific things that you must eat every day, but the sorts of foods to eat. So that's what I'll cover. So general principles, first of all, um, you know, there are most people in Western society find if they start to consider what it is they're eating. And that's maybe point one. A lot of us, you know, just don't take any notice of what we eat. We just sort of eat, roughly speaking, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, but, you know, we don't account for all the other bits and pieces that maybe we're picking out during the day, popping back and forth to the fridge. Someone offers a biscuit with a cup of tea, you know, um, a lick of this, a bite of that, a taste of this. You know, all of these things we don't take a lot of notice in. And particularly, even if we do, we're not aware of the um, macro content. Um, sometimes macro is a completely alien concept for people. You know, they know about calories, um, but they don't think about uh, macros. And I know myself, um, before I sort of really became aware of what I was eating, I always thought that calorie counting was something like Weight Watchers. It wasn't healthy. It was a bit obsessive and all of that. Well, I've since learned very, very differently that um, what gets measured gets done. And why would you not measure what goes into your most prized asset, which in the end of the day is your body. Because if your body breaks down, it's gonna uh, impact you more than any other thing. Forget the car, you know, the security system at your house or, you know, anything else that might break down. Forget, you know, the, the taps bursting and all the rest of it at home. Your body breaks down, it just stops everything really. So why would you not measure firstly what goes into your body? Firstly in quantities and secondly in quality. Um, so in terms of quantity and how do you work out what to eat? Well, the first thing is very difficult to know, but the first thing is to get a baseline um, to actually start to write down exactly what it is that you're eating so that you can start to understand how many calories you're consuming and what macros you're consuming. Because you need to get an understanding first before you then change. Um, what are macros? Well, the main one, it's the constituents of food, basically. And the main three, and there are many, but the main three are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Um, you can get um, different types, you know, you can get sort of good carbs and bad carbs, let's say. Um, you can get good fats, bad fats, you can get different types of protein. Um, and another one, a really important one is fiber as well. How much fiber do you get in your diet? But 
Um, we start off by identifying a, um, an optimal uh, combination of those three macros, carbs, fat, and uh, protein. If you have enough protein, then um, you can either maintain or build muscle. Um, that's basic, very, very simplistically, you know, that's why we want protein. It's the building blocks for our body. Um, you don't have to eat it from meat, although obviously you can get it a lot from meat. You can get it from uh, non-animal sources as well, like uh, lentils and pulses and nuts. Um, there's protein in most vegetables and things like that. And then there's the vegetarian type foods as well, tofu and things like that. Um, get it from uh, yogurts and eggs and if, you know, if people are not vegan. Uh, but protein is the sort of the main building block. Then you need your energy sources and your energy sources come from carbohydrates and um, carbs can be um, what I said, the good carbs. So things like, um, you know, the beans that I mentioned, um, but also vegetables. So you can have many, many vegetables, all, all different types, the better, you know, combinate the more colorful, the more different types, the better. Um, but that's what gives you your fiber as well. And, um, or you can have the bad, what I call the bad carbs, which are really the refined sugars, the things like donuts, biscuits, pastries, which obviously we all love, everyone likes them, but you know, in moderation, it shouldn't be your sole source of carbs, which it is for many people. Um, and then the third type of uh, main macro is fats. And um, strangely, you know, um, some, I've seen some diets that say stay away from fats, but fats are really essential for you. And especially the good fats from things like nuts and avocado. Um, and they are very um, extremely, um, you know, essential really for your body. They call uh, call them, um, you know, essential fats. And so I can come to carry on and talk about that in some detail as well. But um, so those are the, the three main components of what to eat. Other sort of uh, important general principles are to try to spread your nutrition out across the day. And I'll come on to exact timings in a moment. But if you spread it um, across the day, then number one, um, you don't sort of feel absolutely starving and you know full of cravings. Um, and, uh, and secondly, it enables you to um, maintain your energy levels um, all through the day as well. Um, another important principle is obviously to drink a lot of water. So um, you can uh, get that in um, various forms, but you know, just to keep having water with you, techniques um, include things like whenever you sort of start a Zoom meeting, you know, or a phone call, just get yourself a glass of water and just have water around the house as well if you keep forgetting um, and try to drink, you know, sort of two, three litres, maybe even four, you know, depending on your size, but try and drink as much water as you um, possibly can. Um, but if you have to, then get it in different sources, you know, get it from things like um, green tea. Um, excuse me for a minute, I've just got someone banging on the door, sorry, you know this is live now. Um, and uh, but not things like um, coffee, etc., because um, coffee actually is a diuretic. So that would actually, although you think that you're drinking water in it, is actually going to um, stop you feeling that uh, you know you're hydrated. So the important thing with water is to be hydrated. You do get as well a lot of hydration from things like vegetables um, and from juicy fruits and things like that. But on fruit, um, a lot of people they eat fruit. They say, you know, I'm really healthy. I eat lots of fruit. There's a lot of sugar in fruit, so try to restrict your fruit to maybe no more than a couple of um, servings of that per day. So those are some general principles. Um, a variety of foods basically and uh, whole foods 
audience as well. You know, if you if it's coming from a box, if it's being packaged, if um, people are doing a lot of things with it before it actually turns up on your uh, your dinner table, then what you realise is that um, it's been overprocessed. So trying to eat from the land, as it were, you know, trying to eat fresh vegetables, um, trying to get your meat from uh, an organic source. You know, if you've got a local butcher. Um, who does organic, uh, you know, sources, sources their, their meat organically. Um, so good quality meats is so important for you because otherwise, you know, if you don't know what's going in it, then um, it's been proven that, um, you know, overly processed food and food with lots of, you know, meats with lots of antibiotics and things like that, obviously that is going to filter through into our body. So as natural as you can with your foods, the better. Um, people ask about things like alcohol, um, you know, in moderation, I think everything is fine as long as it only makes up a tiny proportion of what you eat. So I would be saying that, uh, you know, 80% of what you're eating, try to make it whole food. So that's the sort of just some general principles. Now, in terms of quantity, I'm um, looking down here because I've got my fitness pal out. Um, and I thought what I'd tell you, first of all, is my own, um, what I'm currently eating at the moment. So I weigh 50 kgs. Now that's a couple of kgs heavier than my photo shoot, um, you know, my, my first photo shoot weight, which is 48 kgs, which is very light, but you have to go very lean to be able to see all of your lines, your abs and everything like that. And it's good to sort of lean down to, to get a sort of a nice base. And then after that, you can really build your muscle um, and try to avoid then um, building too much fat at the same time. Although when you're building muscle, you do build a bit of fat as well. Um, but so what I'm on at the moment for training days, uh, 1,720 calories. So about 1700 calories and that consists of um, quite a lot of protein, 130 grams of protein, um, more carbs than I would normally have if I was just maintaining. So I'm in a situation at the moment where I'm trying to build more muscle. So 210 grams of carbs um, and 40 grams of fat. And then on my non-training days, I increase my fat by 10 grams to 50 grams and I reduce my carbs to about 150. So, and then I go on about 1500 calories. So at the moment, because I'm sort of following a plan where I'm trying to build some muscle, but not, I try not to put too much fat on as well. Um, I'm on about 1700 calories. So let me give you um, today what I'm planning to eat because that will just give you an idea of um, how to practically speaking, implement all of those guidelines that I've just mentioned to you. So firstly, I said to you, didn't I, to spread it out across the day. Um, so I tend to eat five different meals. So lunch, sorry, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then two snacks. So um, that's how I spread it out. Um, I try to have, I said to you about wanting your energy levels to be high. So I try to get my carbs more sort of loaded towards the front of the day than the end because obviously, you know, I'm gonna be doing a lot, but a train still today, I wanna to do at least 10,000 steps. So uh, trying to load the carbs towards the beginning, although, you know, generally speaking for most people, unless you're preparing to, to be in a competition, um, you, that probably doesn't matter quite so much. Um, and I try to get um, a sprinkling of sort of healthy fats all the way through. Um, so for breakfast, I, when I very first wake up, those of you who follow me know that I like bulletproof coffee. I just like to have, some protein straight away. Obviously, I, I love coffee like many of us do, and I like to get some healthy fats as well. So I had um, two scoops of collagen protein. I use the Bulletproof collagen protein in my coffee. It dissolves straight away into uh, black coffee. I always grind my own uh, beans. I use um, Bulletproof co uh, black coffee, um, and I put five grams of MCT oil, which is a refined 
um, coconut oil and five grams of ghee in there. So that was the coffee that I had. Um, and shortly after that, I had um, 60 grams of oats, so organic um, uh, Alara oats, uh, and I had some blueberries, I had 50 grams of blueberries. blueberries. So that was for breakfast. And, uh, and then for a snack, which I've literally just had, um, I had a little pot of 0% uh, fade yogurt, so 170 grams of that. Um, I had um, two little bananas, so it was 100 and just over 100 gra 105 grams of bananas, and I had a whole green pepper that I sliced up. So having veggies with every single one of your foods, so I had the blueberries and I had the, the banana with the snacks, so I won't have any more fruit now, but having trying to have veggies with all of your foods as you go through the day really helps. I've had that pepper already. Um, I may well have a green juice as well, which I would have made with... Um, celery, uh, cucumber. So these are really low in calories, but really good in nutrients. Probably put broccoli or courgette or something like that in it. Maybe half an apple, half a lemon, some mint, some ginger if I've got it. So I'll have that um, as a juice as well. And then what's left over, the remnants of that I'll probably put in with dinner later on. Um, so then for lunch, uh, I am going to have, uh, I'm gonna have three egg whites. I'm gonna have uh, some rye bread, um, 140 grams is probably two slices. I'm gonna have one and a half uh, tomatoes and I'll probably put a little bit of Marmite on the bread as well. So that's what I have for lunch. So you can see that I'm um, bringing up the carbs and uh, making sure I get the protein and having some sort of veg, veg with every uh, food. Then for the snack in the afternoon, I'll have a couple of rice cakes, I'll have a red pepper. Um, so I'll slice that up, I'll have a little bit of peanut butter on it so that will have good fats in it as well. And then for dinner tonight, I've scheduled to have some 5% um, beef mince um, some tin tomatoes, uh, some raw courgette, I'll probably put a load of different herbs in there, um, and some steamed uh, basmati rice. Um, and then depending on um, how many calories I've got, I've got 85 calories left after, I might have something else after, I don't know, maybe another yogurt or something like that. So that will give me, so that's quite a lot of food, that'll give me 1720 calories by the time I've finished. Um, I've spread out the protein, the fat, the carbs all the way through. And um, so I've given myself the building blocks. I've given myself the ability to be energetic all day. And, um, you know, they're all whole foods, uh, lots of veggies in there. And because uh, I mentioned the other vegetables that will come out of the juice, I'll probably put them with the dinner as well. That probably make up the 85 calories, actually. Um, and so I always plan. The, uh, so that's actually we're coming on to the planning side of it. I always plan the night before what I'm going to have tomorrow. Sometimes then I copy days across but usually speaking, I'm thinking about what have I got in the fridge? Where am I going? You know, what is it I'll be able to have? And I tend to give myself about 100 ca uh, calories leeway like I've done here, because for example, I'm gonna meet my son after this and I might um, just have a quick coffee with him. So, you know, you know, things like that will come up. So I try to be quick, pr pretty strict with it. And um, it sounds complex, but it's really not. And what it means is um, that you can, basically build whatever body it is that you want. And I think I'll just sort of finish with that is that, uh, well, before before I get onto that point, um, when people say to me, what do I think about, about intermittent fasting and, uh, you know, juicing and all of that? Well, you know, all of those things are really doing what I've just described. They are keeping you um, in a slight calorie deficit. For me, I'm actually on a build now, which means I'm in a slight calorie surplus. So I'm trying to build muscle. But when you're trying to lose body fat, you go into a slight deficit. And that's what um, intermittent fasting and juicing and things of that nature are. They are basically restricting the amount of time that you have available to eat. And if you're restricted like that, then um, you're less likely to go over in your calories. And so it helps you with a calorie deficit. I mean, people have been looking at um, 
choosing calorie deficits uh, for many years. You know, there was a, a scientist, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but in the Lifespan book, where um, he was in the 18th century talking about uh, prolonging his age through only eating something like 12 ounces of food per day. I think that's what he said, and only one glass of, two glasses of wine per day. I think that was his health tip. Um, on that point with alcohol, by the way, yeah, you can do alcohol. Champagne tends to be one of the lowest alcohol, 117 calories. Um, gin and tonic with slim, slim line, also only 57 calories. I know these things. Uh, a martini, again, if you have something like a cucumber martini, low calories. And um, so that way, you know, you can still go out and have a drink but um, you, know, you can keep it within your macros, as we say, and then that means that uh, you're not ne necessarily really missing out, but um, you, know, you can have one drink. Um, I wouldn't say more than one, because if you have more than one drink, you're using up too much of your nutritional um, allocation. Um, and not just that, you know, when you drink, it makes you want to eat other naughty things. So um, probably stick, stick to one when you're out. Um, you know what if you are really trying to build a body and so then on that point I mean obviously other principles about building body uh, are all the things to do with mindset sleep and everything but we're talking food today um, you can't actually um, you know lose fat from particular parts of your body just by what you eat if this makes sense you can't spot reduce fat that's what I meant to say um, when you're trying to lose body fat to sort of really lean down to see what you've actually got there in terms of your abs and everything, um, you just have to let the body do its thing. You keep yourself at a tiny deficit. And what I said at the beginning is that um, it's important, first of all, to record what you're actually eating on a normal day so that we can understand what you consume to get you where you are now. Um, and then what we do is we can work out, you know, underneath that, just a small deficit. So we don't want people to starve because if they starve, then they, they cave, you know, they soon as um, you know, they, they do it for a few days and then they just can't sustain. So we put them in a tiny deficit and allow people to lose their weight slowly. So I've been doing this you know, for uh, since October, 2016 now. So getting you know, four and a half years, almost five years. And um, so I know exactly what my, how my body responds and where I like to sit at maintenance and uh, building muscle like I'm doing at the moment is actually quite a new thing for me, but I trust in this process because I know it. But um, talking about spot reduction of fat, you can't do that. You know, you get yourself in a deficit, your body does its thing and you lose fat from all over the place. So say, for example, someone says, you know, I really don't like my thighs, they're too fat or my belly. This is where I've got most of the fat. Unfortunately, um, the body just loses fat from everywhere. And as I think I've said before, you know, it'll come up your head, your fingers, your, your legs, your toes, everywhere that you're not, you know, you don't really sort of know you're, and you're spending your time just looking at your belly. And then all of a sudden one day you look at yourself in the mirror and wow, you know, the fat seems to have gone from everywhere and people start to really notice it. Um, so you have to just, you know, over time, allow the body to do its thing. And uh, you do that by staying in a small consistent deficit with good quality macros. The great news though, is once you've got down to a, um, a lean a point of leanness that is right for you and, and that's different for everybody so for me it was 48 kgs where I was you know where I wanted to be to sort of look the, look that way in the photo shoot um, you can spot develop muscle so if you look at your body and you think well you know what I really want like bigger shoulders or I want a bigger bum or bigger biceps or whatever then you can you can decide okay well I'm going to do more work on my biceps or I'm going to do lots and lots of hip thrusts, you know, and uh, uh, to be able to, to get a bigger, more lifted bum or whatever it is that people try to achieve or really gonna do a lot of work in my core because I wanna get my abs more pronounced. 
Um, so you can do that with training, but with, with uh, fat loss, you can't, you just have to stay in deficit. So I hope that's been really useful. That was just an example. I hope not too boring either going through all my menu, but that's how I tend to eat most days. But of course, like everybody, you know, I'll have a pastry, I'll have a spaghetti bolognese, I'll have a, you know, whatever's there, you know, I will have it and I'll have to just assess then um, how it's going to impact my macros, what else I might take out of it. Um, you, you know, and you become very aware when you eat like this, that if you're going to have a donut, then that means that you're probably not going to be able to have, what would I take out of here? I would take out, you know, probably some of the rye bread. I probably would take out, I don't know, you know, the banana. And what you're, you're effectively doing is you're, you're swapping out um, a non-healthy source. You know, you're swapping, you're bringing that in and taking out one of your healthy sources of food. And when you start to think like that, it stops you making those choices um, quite so often because, you know, why would you do that? Like I said at the beginning, you know, your one and only vehicle, your body, your prize asset, why would you do that on a regular basis? Um, so I'll leave you with that thought. I hope that's been really useful. Um, I'd love to work with you on my BNB. If you want to join us, you can. We've got um, three different options. We've got a straightforward um, online option where you can join and um, all of the content that we've been creating all over lockdown is all there. So you can come on, you can do it at your own pace, you can do all the workouts. Um, or alternatively, you can actually join the coaching group where then, you know, I, I give the live coaching to you on a one-to-many basis. You come on the coaching calls, you come on the live workouts. Um, and, uh, you know, you have a, a check-in once a week and all of that. Um, and we do that for three months a season at a time. Many people repeat the seasons as well. Um, or alternatively, you can, um, you know, you can have private coaching with me. But uh, to do that, then, um, you know, we, I would speak to you and find out what your goals are and everything. So um, that's, that's really it for today. Lovely to talk to you. I hope you have a lovely, lovely week. The weather looks nice. I haven't been out yet. Um, so I'm just about to go out now. So uh, have a great week. Hope everything goes well for you. And uh, I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye bye. <laughs>